You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. Breaking news as it happens, what it means, and why it matters. Uh, Kevin McCullough, and here we go. Obliterating confusion. Amplifying truth. And pursuing clarity. Kevin McCullough, now. Coming up, an all-star cast, Michael Goodwin. Bethany Mandel and Governor Mike Huckabee will all weigh in on this Friday, and we'll take a look at some of the big stories of the week uh, through their perspective, and we'll get a breaking story out of Maryland about parents' rights. Stay with us. Bench thinking. Kevin McCullough. Something interesting is happening with this. Kevin McCullough, let me start with you. I found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. The big dog has come out of nowhere. Kevin McCullough. I just want to help people think. Nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. He's playing the role as uh, as well as anybody could. Kevin McCullough is a nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. The odds are he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right. Welcome aboard. Glad you're with us. We've got a great um, show for you today. Michael Goodwin from The New York Post is going to be here. Um, He has some very distinct thoughts about how Americans should be responding to the fact that former President Trump was not just arrested yesterday, but forced to have his mugshot taken and post bail uh, before he was allowed to go about his business um, for increasingly spurious uh, charges that have been filed. And I think the, the public is starting to get really suspicious and tired of it to be to be very candid. Bethany Mandel is going to join us. She uh, watched the debate and the interview with uh, Tucker and Trump on uh, Wednesday. But uh, the moms that she's working with, uh, Moms for Liberty, Moms for Action, these groups, how do they respond to what they saw on the stage and what did they like, what did they not like? We'll get into that. And then uh, Governor Mike Huckabee will give us his perspective on some of the uh, Trump's uh, news of the day as well. And he'll give us a a preview of his big weekend TV show as well. I I might even mention what's on my show this weekend. We'll get to all of that. So stick around. Um, But I want to go to Maryland to uh, tackle this next story. Because what has happened in that state is horrific. Um, A judge has said in that state that parents may not opt out their kids from a curriculum that they find objectionable in the public schools. The uh, specific thing that these parents were in the case, uh, Tamar uh, Mahmoud versus Monica B. McKnight, the parents sought to have a policy put into place that would allow their children to opt out of reading and discussing books that have LGBTQ plus characters in them. Now, I don't care who you are. Um, LGBTQ plus characters don't have any business being discussed by, by school kids. Um, in order to be an LGBTQ plus person, you have to have a working knowledge of sexual activity, you have to have a working knowledge of sexual identity, and you have to have um, a a pretty perverse worldview to uh, say that nature and God are completely mistaken about everything. Now, you may not like the fact that those three points are true, but that is not appropriate subject matter for three, four, five, six, seven, eight-year-olds. It's not not appropriate subject matter if they were going to talk about heterosexual people who have sex and have issues with how they identify and that sort of thing. Children don't need to be discussing that, particularly in the classroom with each other who doesn't know anything. Kids in elementary school don't understand the issue. They don't know anything about the issue. They shouldn't be talking about the issue. So that's the parents' concern that are before the court. Now, what did this court say? Well, the judge is Deborah L. Boardman, a Biden appointee, and she concluded that the parents do not have due process rights to their children's upbringing by opting them out of public school curriculum with conflicts uh, with their religious views, their religious faith. So she's saying directly that you don't have the right to opt them out based on what you claim to be our religious, personal religious issues. Now, I don't think that this judge is right. I don't think that her rationale is right. I don't think she's going to, I don't think that this is going to hold up on appeal. 
but it won't matter because it'll take months to get that appeal done. And in the meantime, school starts next week and the kids have to be back and they have to read according to uh, the judge. So this, this presents a very interesting dilemma and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to put this dilemma out there because I'm going to circle it back to president Trump's issue. If the parents said, you know what? The religious values that we teach in our family are so important that I'm going to break the law and keep you home on the days that uh, that they're reading these books. Would that be the morally right thing to do, given that they have been told by the judge, you have to go and attend these classes? Now, think about this. Those of you that are listening to me, particularly in New York City, you, you know that your schools are trying to subvert your authority and your presence and your faith and everything else on a regular basis. Would we say that those parents who chose to defy that legal order would be doing the right thing? I would say that they are. Why is that important? Everyone makes a big deal about saying, well, so-and-so broke the law. They disobeyed the authority. When do you choose not to obey the authority? And there's one really simple thumbnail rule of, of thumb about it. It's this. If the governing authority goes against God's plan, God's law, God's intentions, um, you have every permission to ignore that law, to go against that law, to usurp that law. If you're a believer in God as a more primary authority of moral clarity than your local government. So if if the government that you're living under asks you to violate God's law, then you have the right to disobey man's law. And at the end of the day, that's what a lot of these parents are probably going to have to end up considering. Is that what we do? Because we don't want our kids being uh, inundated with this reading material. It's not appropriate for their age group. They don't need to be reading it. It doesn't have anything to do with learning how to read, but it does, it does desensitize and start to bring down, um, you know, apprehensions and other things that they would have if they were just exposed to it without any warning. And you know the activists, you know that the teachers union, you know that the the um, the sex advocates, the sex activists and the teachers unions are in are in bed together on this. You know that they 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 want this. They want to take your children and brainwash them so that they don't have a response uh, to this material and so that they can say to their parents, you, you shouldn't, you shouldn't tell us these things about religion or faith or God or anything, because it goes against what we're learning in school. And you know what, you know what the next step is after that? The next step after that comes when you, when you ask, when you simply ask, um, well, what if we, what if we decide to, um, uh, you know, take on that issue do we do we have the right to um do we have the right to object without being tattled on because they'll go and they'll say to the kid tell us what your parents have done tell us what they've said with the intention of trying to get them in some way caught on the record in trouble it's a very sinister approach to what this group of activists wants to have done but they don't follow the law now they don't they don't fear moral authority they don't fear god they don't have a sense of moral right and wrong within them so today they got a judge to agree with them we'll have to see what tomorrow brings stay with us coming up next uh, michael goodwin from the new york post don't go away Hi. 
Hi, Kevin McCullough. On MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million pillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow family want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on MyPillows. Queen-size MyPillows, regularly priced at $69.98, are now only $19.98, and just $10 more, you get the king size. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio podcast square to get Mike Lindell's amazing offer on the queen-size MyPillow for only $19.98 or call 800-651-0798 and use promo code WMCA. In addition to this special anniversary offer on the MyPillows, you'll also receive deep discounts on all other MyPillow products such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Take advantage of the biggest sale in MyPillow's history. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-651-0798 and use promo code WMCA to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his MyPillow. Kevin Cottrell, we're talking with Dan Botafuco of Botafuco and Associates. And I know you personally as a Christian, a person of faith, Botafuco and Associates won't settle for what's good for you and the firm. You're focused on serving the client. We always settle cases which are based on what's best for the client. There are many lawyers out there who will settle a large personal injury case because they need to make payroll. We will not do that. We will only settle a case if it's right for the client. And we're very sensitive to the needs of the client. And we understand that this is a one and only opportunity for them to make good on the injuries that they've sustained and to move forward with their lives. And so it's very important that they get the maximum amount that they are entitled to from this personal injury litigation, whether it be malpractice or product liability or just a routine car accident. Call the offices of Butterfuco and Associates at 800-669-4878 and have them evaluate your case. That's 800-669-4878, 800-NOW-HURT, 800-NOW-HURT. Download the AM570 The Mission mobile app on iTunes, Google Play, or listen on WMCA.com, TuneIn, iHeart, Alexa, or Odyssey.com. 13 is the craziest age ever, and you're thinking, what did I do wrong? Because now everything I've shown them seems to be thrown out the window or in my face, or, or I can't do anything right as a parent. You know, as your child launches into the teen years, you may feel that you've lost them. Jonathan Katherman has encouragement for you on Focus on the Family Minute. Don't take it personal, but to be faithful through the time. The message you shared growing up to this time, the message you're going to share as they move through those, some of those chaotic ages of their life, that, that middle school and high school time. So the context of faith, love the Lord your God, love your family, be consistent, raise a child up in the ways they should go. When they're old, they will not depart from it. Notice in that scripture, it doesn't say in the middle. It says when they're old, if, 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 they were to, if you were to add to that, which we're not going to, but it says raise a child up in the way she should go. And when they're in middle school, they'll go crazy. And then when they're old, they'll come back around. More from Jonathan at FamilyMinute.org. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You may not be required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-950-0099. 800-950-0099. That's 800-950-0099. Turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Two things that hit a family budget the hardest, the price of gas and of groceries. Let us ease that pain at the pump when you enter the $18,000 gas and groceries giveaway. 
The grand prize winner gets $10,000 in gift cards for gas and groceries. Three first prize winners each get $1,000 gift cards, and 10 second prize winners will get $500 gift cards for gas and groceries. That's $18,000 total. To enter, go to WMCA.com. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is a Friday, and uh, we're still uh, getting some analysis of what happened this week. Very big news week. Michael Goodwin joins us from the New York Post, but I believe the most important uh, mind in commentary and print today. Michael, always a pleasure to have you. Let's start with the uh, the more recent news and then work our, our way backwards to the debate. Uh, yesterday, Fulton County, a former president for the first time, is put uh, on a mugshot and had to post $200,000 worth of bail uh, to be able to go home. Um, what does this say about where we are as a nation right now? Well, how quickly we've fallen. I mean, months ago, we were talking about the first indictment of a former president. Now we, we passed that. We we had multiple indictments, and now we're into mugshots. Uh, so we've fallen pretty fast, and uh, we're, I don't know that there are any precedents left to break. I guess if Donald Trump is uh, held uh, in detention or uh, convicted and sentenced to prison, I guess those are are the next uh, precedents to fall. But I don't think it's a good moment for the country. I think these cases all have a little bit of hair on them in the sense that they're not perfect, they're not pure, they're, they're kind of skirting some lines. I mean, you compare it to other cases. I mean, on the document case, for example, where is the special counsel investigating Joe Biden's withholding of special documents? I mean, he went into the witness protection program the minute he was uh, appointed. And, you know, bonus points for anybody who can name him. I mean, it's Robert Herr, for those who don't know, but you've never heard anything. You've heard no leaks about that case. You've heard no announcements, no, no, certainly no search warrants, no subpoenas, no indictments, nothing like that. Meanwhile, Donald Trump, just like you know, automatic every week or two, another indictment. So, look, I, I think there is a sense that the the former president, who is the leading opponent of the sitting president, is being indicted and harassed and prosecuted and perhaps persecuted by the sitting president's party from the state of New York to the state of Georgia to the federal government. And I think this is a dark moment. And I, I don't mean to claim that Donald Trump did nothing wrong. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a judge. I don't know the every ins and outs of the law. But I do know that there are a lot of counts in all of these indictments, something like what, over about 100 uh, counts altogether, uh, hundreds of years in prison if he's convicted. I mean, this feels like it's excessive. It feels like it's done to send a message as well as to uh, carry out justice. And well, I think that's the problem with this. It reeks of politics. So I was speaking with someone from a past Justice Department uh, this morning, and he said, Kevin, every one of the charges in Fulton County is free speech. It's it's all related to speech. And if if we start prosecuting people for asking questions and for pressing on those questions and trying to get answers to those questions, where does it stop? Michael, if 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 you raise a question in your in your column, um, they they may come knock on your door and drag you away because you had the audacity to ask the question. This is this is and and if election integrity means anything, doesn't it mean that we're we're going to allow people to ask questions? It didn't go in his direction. He didn't get to stay president, and he didn't try to take president by force. I don't I don't think that there's any. Um, one in America that would argue that he didn't get on the plane and fly out from the White House on the day of the inauguration. Right. Well, and look, I, I do think it is an extension of what we saw, for example, during the COVID uh, shutdowns, that if you criticize that, you were blocked on social media. I mean, this this censoring and now the prosecuting of words um, is is really reminiscent of China. And authoritarian states everywhere yep. where Stalin. now they have a social score, right? And if, if you don't have the right social score, you can't travel or you can't get a job or you can't get an apartment. I mean, so it's using speech in the United States to punish 
um, in in a fashion. We're we're not where China is, thank God, but we are started down that path, and I I think it's really dangerous, and it, it's. It's the use of the social media, the mass accumulation of data and names, et cetera, to weed people out who disagree. I mean, it, it, it is, there's a scary part to it that I think are not, is not fully appreciated because, well, they didn't come for me yet. Uh, but don't, don't rest on that the way they're going. Yeah. Let me, let me shift gears and go to the debate for a second. Um, big night for Vivek Ramaswamy. Uh, Mike Pence angry. I don't really, I don't get, I don't think Chris Christie should even be on the stage. Um, Ron DeSantis seemed kind of invisible and a lot of the other ones just did. Okay. Um, not, not a terribly memorable debate, except for this uh, guy with the funny last name, their skinny young guy uh, uh, on the right hand side. What, what were your takeaways? It's the first debate. First among many, we're still five months out from the Iowa caucuses. And um, and then a week later comes the New Hampshire primary. Those will be the real weeding moments here. What we saw uh, Wednesday night was the kind of first act. And I agree with you that the, the field was too, was too big even for that. I mean, remember in 2016, there were 15, 16 people on the right. stage. So this time we had only eight. I think for the next debate sometime in late September, we will have, I think, uh, probably five or six at most, because the standards will be raised, the polling numbers, the funding, et cetera. And I suspect some of those candidates will go away, as they always do. Um, you know, they, they, they've spent several months raising money and going around to chicken dinners and things, and they then get in the spotlight, and it's, it shows that they don't really belong. So I think Asa Hutchinson will be gone, perhaps the governor of North Dakota, <clears throat> Those two, I think, are the least likely to survive to the next debate. Well, it'll be interesting to see. And, you know, Fox released the or Nielsen's released the number uh, that Fox had about 12 million. I was guessing somewhere between 12 and 15 is what they would land. So I was pretty close. Um, but. Donald Trump has had 300 million people watch his interview with Tucker over on X. Did he did he did he outfox the the foxes once more? I do believe it was a, a clever decision on his part. Yeah. I, I thought it, when I initially heard the plan, I thought he was going to do sort of a running commentary, um, you know, like like I have in the baseball game. Well, there's now, another right? debate coming. Maybe that's a good that's idea, right. Michael. Yeah. So that so that he is sitting off on the side observing. But look, I, I think that he just politically speaking was right that he had very little to gain uh, by being the subject of, of being the focus of the debate. And I think it probably did serve voters well to see the others without him right. uh, to try to measure, because really what this debate was about is who's in second place, who's going to be the one non-Trump candidate. That's what they're aiming for. Uh, and that's why they were going after Ramaswamy. He's been rising in the polls. Notice they did not go after uh, Ron DeSantis because DeSantis has been sinking in the polls. Right. And so it's about trying to head off you know, anybody who's moving up through the ranks and threatens to become the leader of the non-Trump group. Well, and I, I think, or someone said, the, the non-indicted lane. I uh, think that Vivek may have uh, passed his uh, job application. I mean, I think he may have a cabinet position or a VP uh, possibility for him because he certainly uh, ex extended the Trumpism ideas uh, in a way that ticked off everybody else on the stage and seemed to rally uh, the audience and a lot of those people that were watching at home as well. Michael Goodwin, we got to go. But thank you, as always, for your work in The New York Post. We'll be reading you this week. My pleasure. Thank you, Kevin. Kevin McCullough coming right back from New York. Don't go away. Gregory Floyd, host of Reaching Out, gets answers to the tough questions from people in the know. My next guest is our New York State Comptroller, Tom DiNapoli. Last time you and I spoke, the New York State Pension Fund was doing very well. How are we doing now? Well, we're still doing very well. We still have one more quarter, but we are certainly ahead of the $210 billion we were at. Yeah, we're benefiting from a strong market. 
and uh, we have a, a great confidence in our asset allocation. We just updated it, but we're always vigilant. Our retirees are living well into their 80s and their 90s, so the payouts, frankly, are, are getting larger. So while we're growing the fund and making money, we're very cognizant of the fact that our obligations for the future are also growing as well. So unlike other states, we ensure that we fulfill our commitment to our public workers, our public retirees, our pension funds are well-funded, and we're going to continue to protect that. It's Reaching Out with Gregory Floyd, Saturday afternoons at 4.30 on AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA. WMCA welcomes the new program, Summit Life. These lips of mine are bold enough to cry for help. These hands of mine, weak and empty, are ready enough to be filled. This heart of mine, deceived and deceiving, is still desperate enough to yearn for paradise. Listen to Pastor J.D. Greer weekday mornings at 530. Only one God is God enough to give us that green and garden paradise. I am not, he already knows. And he says to me, I am. Summit Life with Pastor J.D. Greer on WMCA. Listen to More Like Jesus with Pastor Dave Gustafson. 2 Timothy 3 again. All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Tune in Monday through Friday evenings at 6.30. The benefit of studying scripture is as we develop this habit and it starts to reshape our brains, it prepares us for anything that God might want us to do in life. More Like Jesus on WMCA. This decade is looking like the worst one to retire or be retired in. For more than 30 years, Bob Carlson's Retirement Watch has been helping Americans invest, protect, and grow their assets. Subscribe to Retirement Watch and you'll get three months of Bob Carlson's Retirement Watch newsletter, five model portfolios, five free reports covering issues like estate planning and annuities to help you protect your money from the government and grow your nest egg, all for just $19.95. Sign up today at yourretirementwatch.com, yourretirementwatch.com. Feel like you're trying to push a boulder uphill wearing skates? If you run or manage a local business today, you're challenged like never before. We get it, and we want to help. We're Salem Surround. We're a full-service marketing agency that'll help you increase your customer base by designing incredibly effective plans to reach your consumers day, night, and everywhere they might be. If you're a local business and want to see what Salem Surround can do for you, Google Salem Surround New York. Remember to Google Salem Surround New York today. Now playing in theaters. I'm one of the best hitters you're ever going to see. The true inspirational story about family and faith. Briarcliff Entertainment's The Hill. They said he will never walk in. He ran. How many miracles do you need? Starring Dennis Quaid. You can't play baseball. God's going to give you a higher calling. You seen this? Major League trials. You're going to paralyze him. It's all stacked against me. The Hill. I cannot do this alone. Rated PG. Now playing in theaters. Get tickets now. Stop overpaying for wireless. There is a better way. Pure Talk saves the average family about $1,000 a year on the most dependable 5G network in the U.S. You can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of high-speed data for just $30 a month. If you're ready to cut your wireless bill in half, dial pound 250 and say keyword spend less, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, dial pound 250 and say spend less and make the switch to Pure Talk today. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors and Sullivan Broadcast Studio. Obliterating confusion, amplifying truth, and pursuing clarity. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. Well, as promised, uh, the aforementioned uh, Bethany Mandel now joins me, as she does every Friday. And uh, Bethany, uh, so glad to have you. Uh, you know, one of the pe- one of the things I was thinking as I was watching kind of the the strange thing on Fox News that was called the debate, and um, you know, they they did okay. They had about twelve million viewers, which is a really good night for them. They average about two and a half million normally. Um, just for comparison, MSNBC averages about two, uh, two million even, and uh, CNN is somewhere in the neighborhood of three hundred to five hundred thousand a night. So they had a very good night at twelve million, but didn't come close to laying a hand on the former president, who I believe is now up to three hundred million views of his interview with Tucker Carlson. But all that being said, this was the whole slate of what the Republicans are offering, particularly for moms and families and children in this go around. Are they using the right language? Are they on the right foot? Bethany Mandel. 
You know, it's funny. So I'll, I'm going to tell you a story that seems like it's not related to your question, but I promise I'll actually get to your question. <laughs> okay. So last Friday, so a week ago, uh, we had a guest over for dinner. And before dinner, I brought my children to the county fair and they had everything that was available that was kosher, lemonade, da, da, da. Like it was a really, really super fun day for them. And then they came home and I let them play on screens for like an hour before our guest came over so I could like rush dinner. By the time our guest came, they were rabid lunatics, the likes of which I've never seen in my life. And we had to like smile and push through this dinner with someone we didn't really know very well. And our kids were just wild beasts. <laughs> The debate reminded me of that night. <laughs> <laughs> the people on the stage, I was like, I'm sorry, is this is this the best we can do? Is this this is this is who is trying to to vie for the leadership of the biggest and most powerful country in the world? It was so depressing. And I think the most depressing part was that they were all fighting tooth and nail for the privilege of coming in second. That was all it was. Like it it was such an exercise in futility that I questioned why I was watching it. And the only reason I was watching it was because my husband does much more politics than I do. I do right. much more like culture and stuff. And so I've like kind of checked out of politics in, in a, as much as I can working, you know, in the industry that I do, I would not have watched this willingly. That's for sure. And so I'm kind of amazed that the viewership was that high, but I also, I'm a little, um, I'm a little wary of the numbers that Twitter is putting up on that, on that Tucker interview with, with Trump, I don't think it was that high. That what they count as a view is like, uh, is that really a view? Because it was probably like a couple seconds of people scrolling past it. Well, even at that, um, and I don't think that there's any, I don't think that there's any doubt that he had every bit as much of an audience as Fox had. Uh, whether he had it, you know, three hundred times what it was or not, that may be. Um, in question, but there's no doubt that people watched and heard what he had to say. And on some level, for 45 minutes with Tucker Carlson, not having to fend off a Chris Christie or angry Mike Pence, which I'm not used to. I'm used to mm -hmm. nice Mike Pence, not nice Mike mm -hmm. Pence is who I've worked with for 40 years. Uh, angry Mike Pence, I did not recognize. Um, I, but let, let me let me delve into this for a second. Vivek Ramaswamy kind of took the lane of I'm going to be the Washington outsider. Um, and they came after him, but he didn't back down. And I'm just no. wondering, do, do you think that there is a potential alliance with Trump that, that he would be yes. very comfortable with, you know, in his cabinet, maybe VP, who knows? I mean, VP. yeah, no, 100%. What we saw was him, was him trying out for VP. And I think it would actually make a lot of sense for Trump. Um, for him to choose him. I mean, he is an unexpected sort of dark horse candidate. And I think a lot of people on that stage were going after him with the ferocity that they did because they recognized that like, we did not take Trump seriously enough a decade ago um, and we will not make that mistake again. Um, so I think that they're sort of taking aim at him. And I think also they're kind of like, you have not put in the work. You have not. You. Oh, but see, that's where they're all goofing because yep, he's I been agree. he's been retail from day one and yep. he hasn't been in the normal. He's not been at country clubs. He's yep. been in the inner city of Chicago and the and the the housing projects of Baltimore. And like he has gone places where Republicans are scared to put their their foot yeah. on the ground. He 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 has not taken a traditional route. And I think that the people on the stage resented him for that. <laughs> but I think that's what his strength is. Yeah. Well, it was interesting. And I, I couldn't wait to uh, to ask you your perspective, because I do think that that moms in particular um are going to have a lot to say in this election cycle. And yeah. I think that they want someone who's going to fight for their family like nobody's ever fought for their family before. And we cannot have some sort of lightweight, limp-wristed, you know, oh yeah, send me there because it's my turn kind of guy. Um, yeah. So anyway, very interesting. Bethany Mandel, always appreciate your time. Thanks for being with us. Thanks, Kevin. You got it. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Don't go away.
Attention taxpayers, ready for some bad news? With $80 billion in new funding from Congress, the IRS has launched their most aggressive hiring campaign ever to ramp up enforcement. If you're ignoring your taxes, don't delay another minute because your paycheck, your bank account, even your home or business could already be at risk. Now, here's the good news. Optima Tax Relief, America's number one tax relief firm, can get to work immediately, helping to protect you from the IRS. A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, their tax attorneys and licensed professionals are experts at resolving tax problems. Let them help determine if you qualify for the Fresh Start Initiative or other powerful IRS tax assistance programs. Take control. Call Optima Tax Relief now for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. A compelling look at current events and Bible prophecy. Understanding the Times with Jan Markell. More and more, the world sees Christianity as the problem. There are attacks now on churches, on pro-life centers, which are heavily Christian. Listen Saturday mornings at 9, Saturday nights at 10. As we have turned toward immorality, we become ungovernable. Click on the banner at WMCA.com to sign up for their e-newsletter, Understanding the Times, on AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA. Two things that hit a family budget the hardest, the price of gas and of groceries. Let us ease that pain at the pump when you enter the $18,000 gas and groceries giveaway. The grand prize winner gets $10,000 in gift cards for gas and groceries. Three first prize winners each get $1,000 gift cards, and 10 second prize winners will get $500 gift cards for gas and groceries. That's $18,000 total. To enter, go to WMCA.com. Listen to the Mission WMCA anywhere you go with the AM570 The Mission mobile app. Download on Google Play, iTunes, or listen to TuneIn, iHeart, Alexa, or Odyssey.com. Hi, Kevin McCullough. On MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million pillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow family want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on MyPillows. Queen-size MyPillows, regularly priced at $69.98, are now only $19.98 and just $10 more, you get the king size. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio podcast square to get Mike Lindell's amazing offer on the queen size MyPillow for only $19.98 or call 800-651-0798 and use promo code WMCA. In addition to this special anniversary offer on the MyPillows, you'll also receive deep discounts on all other MyPillow products such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Take advantage of the biggest sale in MyPillow's history. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-651-0798 and use promo code WMCA to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his MyPillow. This is Carol Platt-Lebow for townhall.com. Cars embody American freedom, individual liberty and mobility combined. In many ways, the automobile is a symbol of American freedom. But elites enthralled to the green agenda are meddling with Americans and their cars. In nine mostly blue states, they're pushing to create a market for electric vehicles. In Connecticut, in 12 years, you'll only be able to buy electric cars. How arrogant for politicians to try to substitute their own judgment for the free market. Look at the terrible track record of planned economies. As always, those who will be hurt most are those who can least afford it. They'll be forced to drive increasingly older cars ever farther to find increasingly expensive gas as gas stations become fewer and farther between. It'll empower China, which controls 85% of the critical mineral supply needed to produce electric car motors. And what about the traffic children enslaved in the Congo binding cobalt for the batteries? What a complete travesty. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. If it's happening in New York or across the globe, learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. And I always uh, look forward to, on Friday, getting the perspective of my next guest. He was one of America's longest-serving governors, and he is now one of America's most beloved weekend TV hosts, his name is Mike Huckabee. He also happens to be the dad of the governor of his home state, Arkansas, which is kind of cool. Um, governor, good to talk to you. Happy Friday. 
Well, happy Friday to you, Kevin. What a big week this has been in the world, and uh, I've been kind of looking forward to chatting about it. I feel guilty about saying happy Friday because actually when that mugshot came out of a former president yesterday, I thought, we have we have hit rock bottom. It does not get more Bush League than this. It really doesn't. Um, the fact that a president of the United States has used the police force of the federal government to go after political opponent um, and to have him indicted in four different jurisdictions over 91 charges is just, uh, I mean, this is rabbit hole stuff. And I don't think any of us ever imagined that it would take place. Joe Biden and his people seem to do it with a straight face. Um, I hope that all of this gets thrown out by a responsible court, but I don't know how responsible our courts are anymore. They're right. so political and weaponized. But uh, what happened yesterday was a travesty. And Donald Trump doesn't need to have a mugshot. My gosh, he's the most recognized face in the world. This was all theater. It was all intended to uh, embarrass him. But I think it backfired because rather than embarrass him, uh, that mugshot, the look of fight in his face, has rallied his supporters and scared the daylights out of the people who've done this to him. Well, you know that Ben Shapiro was not a, a big Trump fan. And, and what he said on Twitter today was, uh, forget about whether or not it's a mugshot. This thing is iconic and it will live forever. And it's true. Like, uh, and um, you almost feel like, Governor, and I've, I've actually worked up a version of this and put it on social media, but you almost feel like that Donald Trump is standing in that mugshot with all of the American people behind him. And it's that it's that phrase he used in the campaign. They are coming after me because I am fighting for you. And when they don't have me to 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 fight against anymore, they'll they'll just come directly at you. And I feel like I feel like that's what that mugshot kind of represents. It's like he's he's the bulwark, you know, with all the flaming arrows uh, being shot uh, at him, and he's doing it for the American people. The worst part of this is that there was genuine election interference in 2016, and Trump won anyway. There was genuine election interference in a significant way when the intelligence agencies, the FBI. Um, all of the Obama-Biden people conspired together to cheat Donald Trump out of the election in large – forget about the ballot stuffing. Forget about all that. By the misinformation, the disinformation, yep. the flat-out lies they told, what they were able to do was sway enough of the American people to maybe vote differently and swing the election. It's the ultimate election interference. And, and it was a true conspiracy because you had tech and justice working together. And exactly. And private enterprise like Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg spent over $400 million to influence and buy the election. You add all that together, what we had was a, a, essentially a coup d'etat. That's what really took place in 2020. And I think people need to recognize this is not just about that one election. This is about people who are so intent on getting and keeping power that they will go into any criminal act to do it. And then they will blame um, every legitimate act of free speech on the other side as if it were a criminal act. Does the former president have enough Secret Service? Is there is there concern on your part at all that his life is in danger? There is, because there, there are crazy people. Um, look, I, I don't want to be one of these people to think that every time somebody dies that wants to meet the Clintons or the Bidens, that, uh, you know, the Clintons <laughs> it. But I'm going to tell you, um, there's some strange kind of deaths that seem to follow these people around, and nobody's ever held accountable. In fact, it ends up that things like the video cameras that would have been in a jail cell or the uh, 911 calls that would have reported uh, the death of a person that was suspicious, those all just disappear, and nobody can find them. And, gee, we don't know what happened to them. You know, Kevin, at, at some point you just say, yeah, I don't think this is all coincidence. Something isn't clicking here. Well, and I guess the, my point in asking is if you if you're the party that already devalues life, you don't care about children dying, much less, you know, people that you dislike and you, you break every rule, you break every law, you manipulate the justice and legal systems to create criminal outcomes of what you want from a political perspective. How how far of, of a leap is it? to say if we could get away with it, maybe we would knock him off. I mean, 
isn't it always on that side of the philosophical divide, the thinking of uh, there is no right or wrong. It's what you can grab by way of power. And once you've grabbed power, you, you, you keep it and you hang on to it at all costs. And we sometimes have to remember that these people believe that they're so right, that their views about everything from climate change to uh, abortion are so holy and sacred um, that whatever it takes to make sure that their views become the established uh, law and culture, uh, they truly believe they're justified in doing whatever they have to do to get there. Or they're 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 really crooked, and they got their job, they got their sons a job when uh, you know he couldn't get a job anywhere else uh, for a country that he didn't speak the language of for an energy company he knew yeah. he knew nothing about. Um, well, it is it is concerning to me. I, I I hope and pray for the former president every day. Um, I pray for our country, and I'm hopeful that um, this this week will be one that we can put away and say we never have to see again. But we'll have to we'll have to see where that goes. Um, real quickly, what do you have on the big Mike Huckabee show this weekend? Well, RFK Jr. is going to be our guest, which I think is going to be fascinating and timely. Uh, he knows something about uh, people who are conspiring against him. It's interesting that he's had the guts to challenge the Democrat establishment, and they're scared to death of it. Yep. They hate it. They're doing everything they can to try to discredit it. So I'm really looking forward to uh, having some meaningful, meaningful conversation with uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. this week. Just give me just just do me this one favor, Governor. Make sure he's got a nice big glass of water handy. <laughs> the poor guy. I think he talks so much. I always feel like he's, he's he needs a drink of water. Someone get him a drink of water. Um, we will have him some. I promise. That's I. You know, Southern lemonade, probably nice, nice, bright uh, lemony uh, goodness. Um, any music act this weekend? Yeah, um, Phil French is going to be with us. He is a renowned saxophonist, plays both in the Christian space, but he also is one of the most, uh, uh, I guess, sought after musicians as well as producers in Nashville. And he's going to be with us. It'll be some interesting jazz music. Very for us. cool. I, I love that. All right, Governor Huckabee, always uh, good to talk to you on Fridays. Thanks for being here. Have a great weekend. You got it. Gavin McCullough coming right back. Don't go away. Americans have an absolute mountain of credit card debt, $986 billion to be exact. People are living on plastic now more than ever before with an average percentage rate of 20.4%. Hey everyone, this is Mike. And this is Brian with Fellowship Home Loans. These are some scary statistics, but what can you do? A Fellowship Home Loans debt consolidation refinance can help you knock out all of your debt and save you hundreds, even thousands of dollars a month on your monthly payments. Give Fellowship a call today at 800-804-SAVE. That's 800-804-7283. Or online at fellowshiphomeloans.com to start saving. Fellowship Home Loans. Welcome, Welcome home. home. Nationwide Mortgage Bankers, Equal Housing Lender, in MLS number 819382. Hi, Kevin McCullough. On MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million pillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow family want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on MyPillows. Queen-size MyPillows, regularly priced at $69.98, are now only $19.98, and just $10 more, you get the king size. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio podcast square to get Mike Lindell's amazing offer on the queen-size MyPillow for only $19. 1998 or call 800-651-0798 and use promo code WMCA. In addition to this special anniversary offer on the My Pillows, you'll also receive deep discounts on all other My Pillow products such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers and so much more. Take advantage of the biggest sale in My Pillows history. Go to mypillow.com or call 800-651-0798 and use promo code WMCA to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his My Pillow. Listen to your favorite Christian programs anytime on the OnePlace app. Download and listen offline. Stream to your car or automated home device. Download OnePlace at Google Play or the iTunes App Store. What 
you need to know when you need it. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, final few minutes here uh, on this Friday. We've got some very interesting stuff for you planned this weekend for that Kevin show. If you do not currently get the Salem News Channel, please go download the app from your Apple TV uh, for your Android device, for your Apple uh, handheld device, your, your iPad, your phone, your laptop. Uh, for your for your um, Android uh, purposes, uh, but you can also get us on every device possible: Roku, Google Play, um, as I said, Apple TV, uh, the uh, Amazon Fire Stick, uh, what, whatever whatever is out there. Just go to the App Store, look for the Salem News Channel app, and then Saturday night at nine o'clock, uh, we will have Sean Spicer. We will have. Um, Carrie Sheffield with us. We will have Jacqueline Toberoff and music from a fellow by the name of Oliver Anthony, who has made incredibly uh, massive uh, presence known with a song he recorded in the woods called Rich Men North of Richmond. And if you don't quite understand the reference there, he's not a rich man. He's talking about rich men north of Richmond. Washington, D.C. is about 100 miles as the bird flies north of Richmond. Um, and that's what he's talking about. Uh, the, the, the established bureaucratic government class. Uh, anyway, uh, he's got a couple of songs out that are both uh, skyrocketing on the, on the charts and we, we'll have those. This is going to be a good show. I hope you'll join us 9 PM Eastern on Salem news channel. Then next week, um, if you're around uh, a Salem news talk property, um, Check me out. I'm in for Mike Gallagher Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday from nine until noon each day. And we will be tackling the top stories of the day, taking your calls, having a lot of fun. The Mike Gallagher audience is a, they're, they're just a hoot. They, they love this country. Uh, they love to, to share their opinions about things. And I, I'm looking forward to talking with them and taking your calls and having a lot of fun along the way. Uh, real quickly, just this last story, my, my good buddy Tom Tradup in Dallas in the Salem uh, News uh, headquarters uh, sent me a, a picture today of the London newspaper stands. Uh, the Evening Standard, which is one of the newspapers there, um, has as its front cover the mugshot of Trump with his inmate number superimposed over it, PO1135809. Um, and then it has uh, some sort of subtitle on it. Let's see if I can see that. Um, Trump's historic police mugshot as he faces new charges. Full story, page five. But that's the entire cover of the Evening Standard magazine. It's not even an article or anything. It's just the it, may, it takes up the entire cover. Friends, I've, I've seen so many funny things done with this photo already. But I will go back to what Ben Shapiro said. This mugshot may backfire because it looks like Mr. Trump is ready to take on the universe to save his country, which he feels like was um, was disserved in the last two elections. And, and as Governor Huckabee said today, we know for a fact that big tech conspired with justice, conspired with the FBI, conspired with um, media to censor and to change news information and to prevent some stories from being told. The Hunter laptop story was 1000% true and they got people canceled who, who ran with it. Uh, that's the kind of deception that we're up against. And that's what former President Trump wants to stand up to. I hope we give him the chance to. Kevin McCullough, we will see you next time.